Hello again, and welcome to Arch Eats, where we take a deeper dive into some things that maybe listeners don't know about the restaurant scene here in St. Louis. This episode of Arch Eats is sponsored by Westport Plaza. With me, as always, is my friend, cohort, co-host, co-pilot, Cheryl Bear, and there's one more thing we can add now. We can add colleague. That's CO. Co-colleague. Right? Co-colleague. Exactly. No, it's really great. I'm so excited to announce that I have officially joined the St. Louis Magazine team. Woohoo! George and I, um, we spend so much time talking about work off the clock that I guess it's better to do it on the clock. Why so not? we're Absolutely. making it official. It's really great. Very, very glad to have you aboard. Today, we're going to start on Arch Eats with what we're calling home or not for the holidays. And Cheryl, you're going to make a case for entertaining at home and the best ways to do that. And then I'm going to talk about some of my favorite places to go out during the holidays and beyond. Then, as, as we always do, we'll finish with a micro rant, which this week we'll talk about the special dinners that restaurants offer during holiday periods that in some cases aren't very special at all and how to avoid getting gouged. But first, we'll begin with what I can't stop thinking about this week. Cheryl? So, Colleen's, and I have to make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly because I know everyone calls it Colleen's Cafe, but the owner's name is actually Colleen. So I am going to get her name right for once in my life. Exactly. Um, It is a cafe that is technically in University City, even though it's right on the U City Clayton border, right there off Forsyth. Been there for over a decade at this point. Started as a cookie bakery. Started as a cookie bakery, those really beautiful gourmet cookies, and um, really turned into just a lovely neighborhood daytime restaurant. And it's special for me. It's the first place I ever took my daughter when I was too terrified to leave the house. She was two weeks old. I walked her on down there. And um, I have been getting the quiche ever since that first day that I went to breakfast with my daughter there. Sounds like you just had some quiche. Exactly. I did (laughs) just have some quiche. We were there just the other day revisiting. It's a special place for us. They have the most outstanding quiche, I think, in St. Louis. It is creamier than most. A lot of times I feel like you end up getting just this really eggy. Yeah, scrambled eggs Yeah, in the shell. scrambled eggs are like a frittata or something. Right. And it's supposed to be just this luscious custardy dish. So they nail that. They always have, you know, a vegetarian option. They usually have a meat option, something like a bacon and onion or what have you. The thing that's really unique about it that I personally love is her crust. It's a little thicker than you'd expect from what's typically served. And it's sweet and not overwhelmingly sweet, but definitely that like really lovely spot that's kind of like a nice shortbread where it's not overwhelming. Which is what her cookies are Exactly. Right. So um, I think some people, if they're not expecting that right away, are like, huh, I don't know about this, but I'm telling you, it works with like the creamy and richness of the eggs. It's just excellent. So you get it by the slice or by the pie? That's the thing that's great there. You know, we're talking about kind of holiday entertaining and what have you today. The great thing about it is you can go to the cafe, you can have a nice lunch, you get it with a little salad there, but she sells whole quiche for you to take and they're really easy to heat up at your house. And uh, so I'm going to be getting one of those. Are they deep dish quiche? Or, they are or, deep. Okay. Very deep. So yes. it's probably a pretty hefty, weighty. It is. Yeah. It is. So it'll serve eight people maybe? Eight definitely. Slices? Okay. Definitely. So definitely recommend Christmas morning or, you know, any other holiday you're celebrating. 
it is a fantastic thing to have out. So speaking of the holidays and, and gifting, what I can't stop thinking about this week is my discovery of a locally owned steak delivery service called Standard Meat Club. Not Omaha Steaks? No, <laughs> no, it's locally owned. And it's, and it's a misnomer because the products they sell are anything but standard. They specialize in Wagyu beef, which is the highest quality beef due to its fat content. Most people know that. But what they sell is Japanese Wagyu, Australian Wagyu, and American Wagyu. They sell it to restaurants nationwide, including some of the best hotels in Las Vegas, which I just learned. That's pretty cool. But they also sell the local guys like 801 Chop House and the Cafe Napoli establishments. So I punch up the website to discover pages and pages of options of Wagyu steaks, wow. individuals, options for box sets. This was cool. They've got a golf champions dinner box, which is the exact same items that were prepared for the champions dinner at the 2023 Masters. Oh, get and out. And you can get that and order it. It's just, it's just really cool. There's Wagyu pastrami. They have Ooh. Otoro tuna, Ora King salmon. They've got different seafoods there. There's also USDA prime meat from Creekstone Farms, which is a very well-known American sustainable ranch. I mean, it's unbelievable. They've got Wagyu hot dogs, monster dogs. They've got a tomahawk short rib, and I even found an 8-inch Japanese chef's knife. And the only reason I bring all this up is I only got through two pages, and there's at least six. Oh, my goodness. I, I just stopped after two because I was just blown away. So it's a great place to look for something for a gift a lot of this stuff is splurgy because it's Wagyu beef. Sure. But again, I've never even heard of these guys, and they're a, they're a really big deal here in St. Louis and beyond. Wow. And it's not, did it start out as just restaurant, do you know? or I have like, not talked to the owner. I think yeah. that's something, you know, I'd like to do a story on him because yeah, wow. it's, just, it's just insane. The guys at Cafe Napoli are the guys that told me about it. But I got through page two, but I'm going to get through the rest of them. I'm going to pick up some stuff for the holidays. I'll take some of those Wagyu hot dogs. Yeah. That sounds delicious. And monster dogs. Oof, yes. We'll be right back. This fall and winter, Westport Plaza is welcoming Soda Fountain Express and 360 Westport. Soda Fountain Express is a spin on a classic diner and burger joint from the 50s and is a great place to host private events, birthday parties, and more. 360 Westport is a modern rooftop bar and lounge featuring cocktails, expansive wine lists, and small plates. Come for a cocktail or dinner with a hand-picked bottle of wine from the sommelier. Follow Westport Plaza on social media at WestportSTL to stay informed about giveaways and upcoming events. Experience the unexpected at Westport Plaza. And now, back to the show. So, Cheryl, set us up on this whole dining in or dining out thing at the holidays. Do you entertain at home or do you go out? Do you do both? Well, as a disgruntled former server, not really. I, I enjoyed every minute in the restaurant business with, I, I, I can say within the same, reason. I can say the same thing. Exactly. It is something near and dear to my heart or maybe very personal, I should say. The last thing you want to do is go out to eat during the holidays. Not only is it tremendously busy, but I just can't shake that feeling of, it's Christmas Eve, I'm waiting tables, my entire family's at home having a feast. And I'm just not able to be there. And so many industry people sacrifice so much of their time that I almost feel that I have to stand in solidarity with them and not go out to wow, eat in wow, a way. Wow, that's so serious. I'm sure they would tell me, 
please don't do that. And please don't encourage others. We need to make money yeah, in this we're time bank. of year. We are exactly. making bank at this exactly. time of year. So I guess that's a way to say I have mixed emotions about it. There is something really wonderful about going out to eat during such a festive season where people are gathered in large groups. They're decked out in their best clothes, which no one does to go out to eat anymore. You know, you'll find some specials. You'll find some great cocktails. There is a celebratory feeling about it. But there is also that part of me that feels like there are crowds. There are, as we'll talk about later on in the episode, um, upcharges on so many things. I'd kind of just rather just stay home and hunker you know, down. I, I see that part of it for sure. Uh, we just finished decorating our house for the holidays. Somebody came in and said, why would you guys ever want to go anywhere else? This is just so nice here. So I get it. But I also like going out. It's fun to go out at the holidays, like you said, especially get dressed up because nobody's getting dressed up anymore. But exactly. You've got a couple ideas for in-house entertaining, and uh, I do too. So I think it would be fun just to give everybody kind of our faves for the holidays. I think so, because really what I'm finding in looking at a lot of these gourmet markets, wine shops, cheese shops, you know, a lot of chefs are putting together different packages, sushi trays and things that you can do in your home. You're not sacrificing that really nice dining experience to do it in your own home. Right. You're getting restaurant quality. Exactly. In your own home. I have a few different places that, you know, if I'm putting together a spread, these are the places that okay. I'm going to go to. I've got to. a few too. That's good. So, um, Smokehouse Market. Mm. I think everyone knows Smokehouse Market is such a destination for anything you can think of. I was going to say, basically about anything. everything. Yes, exactly. But the thing that I love there the most, they have this like famous smoked shrimp, which is just outrageously delicious. And that to me, you get a platter of that. People are grazing and just pulling that up. It's just, it's wonderful. I've tried to duplicate that at home and I can't. So I do the same thing. I buy that. I don't know if it's cold smoked or warm smoked, but they're these monster shrimp. I mean, the biggest you'll ever find. Yes. They're just great. The other things that I would put on my charcuterie platter from there is they've got seasonal chutneys that Chef Lou Rook makes. Oh, those are delicious. And their summer sausage, no matter the season, is excellent. Their smoked tongue, there's something that you might mm -hmm. not think about, but theirs is excellent. What else do they have? They've got a creme brulee cheesecake by the slice. I'm not wow. sure that goes on a charcuterie board, but let's have that. It can go wherever let's, it wants to. That sounds go, delicious. Let's have that for dessert. And the other thing that's kind of different that I get there is their Greek dressing is better than anybody's Greek dressing at any Greek restaurant in town. So wow. when I'm making a Greek salad at home, I get the dressing from Annie Guns, which is a little bit offbeat, but that's, that, I swear to God, it's the best. Wow, that sounds delicious. Yeah, so many things to do there. I think we all know how I feel about Parker's Table at this point. It is just... I think we talk about... Happiest place on earth, exactly. We, they are not <laughs> sponsoring us, by the way. We just genuinely love them that much. Parker's Table, they have everything you need. They have a world-class cheese selection. I think someone voted them the best cheese case in the state of Missouri last year, I think I it was. Um, they're so knowledgeable. They'll taste you on different things there before you commit. So that's really great. You turned me on to their citrus marinated olives there, which are just, I mean, they're addictive. You need to get more than you think you need because you can't stop eating them. They're green olives for people that don't like green olives. Yes. They're, they've got some chilies in them. There's some tangerines and they're kind of marinated, if you will, in this citrus 
brine and it is just, I mean, I could take the, you know, the bowl and just drink it like it's soup. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's so good. Thank you for turning me on to that. They also, um, they've really upped their tin fish game, which is something that's super popular right now. People are really exploring that finely, tin fish. So they have just a wide selection there for New Year's Eve. I can't think of a more fun spread than to put, you know, yeah, some small oysters and things exactly, like that. Exactly, yep. exactly. And I guess going on to another place that I really love is Ben Peremba's A.O. & Co. in Botanical Heights, another wonderful gourmet market. And they have a really impressive canned cocktail selection. They have some really hard to find spirits there. I just, I love it. Um, yeah, a lot of really great gourmet jams and, you know, like you said, chutneys, things of that sort. But the thing that I'm going to go there for, especially if I'm really doing it up, is I'm going to get Ben's famous egg salad that he makes at Olio. I, I don't know really what makes it better. I think it's chopped up a little finer yeah, than some others. So. It's just delicious. It's just perfect. It doesn't have so many like bells and whistles in it, too. It's just very straightforward, but exactly what you want. But speaking of bells and whistles, he also has a branded caviar. So... If I'm really doing it up, yeah, I am going celebrating. To, yes, I am going to put a dollop of his caviar on that egg salad and heaven on earth. Yeah. Now, the other thing that he has there, speaking of tinned fish, he's got a huge selection of tinned fish. Yes. The same ones that he serves at Bar Morrow. Yes. And I said, how many do you have? You know, he said, I think about 50. I said, how many of them do you serve at Bar Morrow? He goes, on and off, we'll serve every one of them. Uh, that's AO and Coast is just a cool place. You can even you can even bring home some cigars if you really want yes. to celebrate. So yes. yeah, that's a cool place. That's a lot of fun there. You can't do holidays at home without charcuterie. And for me, there's no one better than Slume Bedu. They are the gold standard in St. Louis. They're one of the gold standards in the country. You can get them all throughout town. You can get them at Parker's Table. You can get them at AO and Co. Pretty much any gourmet market here in town is going to have them. I yeah, think they've even got some, those little tubes they of, do. Uh, of uh, different salume. Yes, even some of the uh, even some of the schnook stores yep. and different grocery stores, the Straubs will have them as well. So they are an awesome selection. Uh, Volpe is another great spot. Um, I just absolutely love going down to Volpe's facility on the hill and just stocking up on all of their charcuterie, their prosciutto. In, in those different packs, you can, there's combo packs. There's packs of, of different salamis, uh, uh, packs of different types of prosciutto. Really, you can get exactly what you want in all these little resealable packs. That's a cool little store that a lot of people don't know about. It really is. And I mean, their prosciutto, it's excellent. It's you do not have to get prosciutto from Parma in order to have an outstanding product. So I definitely recommend that. Um, one of the things, you know, ever since Bob's Seafood closed, people are just beside themselves trying to find good places for fish. And Stars is definitely a go-to. I think they've kind of tried to fill that void a little and bit. They have. Yeah. But one place that I discovered is Fortune Fish and Gourmet, which is off page, kind of in an industrial area. Now they supply to a lot of yeah, restaurants. They're a wholesaler. They are. However, you can actually, as a retail customer, get seafood from there. You have to call them in advance and they will, they usually say to allow an hour or two for them to like package your stuff and have it ready for you. But you can actually go there and get things like stone crab, East Coast, West Coast, Japanese oysters. 
you know, lobsters, anything you can think of. They, it's just a wealth of seafood there. And there aren't many guys in town that have stone crab. No. I don't know any place to get it on a regular basis. So you found one. Yes. So that is definitely for anyone who's looking for that seafood resource. And back to stars, they've got the best raw Gulf shrimp supply in the city. They're those big monster 1015s. And I've, I've had raw shrimp from everybody else in town. Theirs are the best. So if you're going to do a peel and eat deal, a nice little platter of stuff for the holidays, that's where you go. It's just so much better than buying it from a grocery store that all those pre-peeled and so on. It's just, it's just not the same. And when people have something like that, that, that you carefully sourced and carefully prepared, I mean, there's nothing like it. It's the texture that you get yep. from a yep. superior product like that, for sure. Obviously, you need, you need cocktails, you need wine. There are so many fun wine shops around town. The Wine Merchant is wonderful. The Wine and Cheese Place is a great go-to. Parker's Table has a wonderful selection. St. Louis Wine Market out in Chesterfield is really great. AO and Co, the Annex, those are all fantastic places to go and grab some spirits, some And they've wine. all got really knowledgeable people uh, helping you. You're just, if you're the least bit lost or wondering, just ask because they will, you, you'll come up with something and you'll have a little story to tell when you present this bottle of wine. Yes. And that's really important, I think, to, to trust your, your, your wine merchant. It sure is. And speaking of the Annex, um, Civil Alchemy, their, I guess, sister brand, you would call it. So you talked about olives for non-olive eaters. <laughs> I am not a gin drinker. However, Civil Alchemy distills their own gin. They have this truly floral gin. I love it. That is coming home with me. I'm going to get a bottle of that. I'm going to make gin cocktails. It's going to be a great I time. I love it because a lot of people don't like gin. They don't like the botanicals in there. They don't like some of those flavors in there. It doesn't have that like really London style dry gin juniper bite. Yeah, It's the juniper I think that turns It really is. Off. This has, it's so much more floral, citrus, perfume, those sorts of things. It's soft. It's kind of almost got like if you were to say like a masculine versus a feminine gin, like it really has that kind of feminine, like kind of light, delicate, floral flavor to it. So if you want to dip your toe into gin without fully committing, that's that's the way to go. Sounds scandalous. Yes, exactly. Right. Of course, pastries. I mean, how can you have a holiday without pastries? Well, you've got to have them for your guests and for yourself in the morning when you get up and of course. holidays. Let's have something sweet with our coffee. Absolutely. So a couple of my favorites, um, I love La Patisserie Chouquette down in Botanical Heights. Uh, Simone Four, she is, to me, just an unbelievable pastry talent. And she makes this chocolate croissant called The Darkness. So good. It is. And the thing is, you hear chocolate croissant and you think of a traditional like French chocolate croissant where it just has chocolate. studs of chocolate. Right. And it does have studs of chocolate. The dough is this rich, dark bittersweet chocolate that, you know, she uses that to just wrap up these chocolate chips in there. And she drizzles chocolate on top. It's probably the biggest chocolate bomb you'll ever have in your life. Maybe have some coffee with it. It's it's really good. I don't, does she have those there all the time though? Is she that has them. I think it might be a Saturday thing. So you definitely need to it's order a get there early thing or, or plan right, it in advance. Right, right. Definitely. She's also such a gifted macaron maker. Those are always fun to just have out. They're so colorful and Fun little sweet bite. 
pint size, mm, mm-hmm. that salted caramel croissant, maybe my favorite pastry in town. See, I'm so glad you just, I've never had one oh, from Jordan. there. So good. I mean, I'm taking notes over here. This is great. It's kind of, um, I think it's in the spirit of a Queen Amon, that uh, northern French pastry mm-hmm, that, and mm-hmm. I know a couple places here, or at least one place in town, Nathaniel Reed I'm gonna, does it. Okay, I said yeah. I was going to mention them. Um, yep, um, it's yep. a spoiler. I love pint size. Basically, think of a um, a slightly sweet round croissant that is so saturated in butter, <laughs> it's you don't know if they can fit one more droplet of butter in it. How can that be bad? Oh, it's... It's it's anything but bad. Maybe bad for you, but uh and, and speaking oh, so of, of Nathaniel Reed's mm. Queen Amon, that's what that just got me thinking about it. His ginger cookies, legendary. Yes. My favorite thing there is his chocolate almond croissant. Oh, that's wonderful. That is so good. And that's something it's so rich you almost have to like split it in half it's and, true. and give some to somebody and it's else. It's big. And it's yeah, it's really huge. Those are great items from there. Yeah, that's wonderful. And then we could go on forever. There are so many fun places around town. Exactly. (laughs) The Royale actually makes their own eggnog and they do a special release every year. It's just really fun. It's not that like sticky, you know, mass produced stuff that you get from the grocery store. It's the texture. It's the thickness. Is it a thick one? It's not overwhelming. Okay. You know, that's the thing that's nice. It feels very balanced. Um, I really, it's not syrupy sweet, that like cloying kind of your teeth are hurting after you drink it, sort of sweet, really good. So I can't recommend that enough. A lot of fun. Another place, and this is one you definitely have to plan for because she books out and she just does a robust business. This is chef Heidi Hamamora, and she has a company called Tabaru St. Louis. She does sushi platters that, I mean, I'd say they were as gorgeous as they are delicious, but oh boy, they are so delicious. Her quality, her skill, it's just, it's amazing. And she even does sushi cakes, which is so fun. That sounds odd. It sounds odd. So she actually had a friend who couldn't do sweets and her friend said something about making a sushi cake for her. This was, I don't know, a couple years ago or what have you. It's basically a cake made out of rice and inside she has different sushi, you know, different like raw fish, vegetables. There's a lot of avocado involved. Usually like smashed avocado spread is kind of like instead of icing, I guess that's kind of the filler there. It sounds so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's decadent. Um, so definitely you would share that with a large group. But I, I highly recommend looking into grabbing a sushi tray or a cake from her. This whole sushi tray thing brings to mind what they do at the Drunken Fish every year. Holiday-themed sushi platters, you've seen these. They've got them in the shape of a menorah. They've got them in the shape of a Christmas tree. And it's just whimsical, fun stuff. It's festive. And I talked to him about that, and I said, you know, you guys should do more of this. And he said, yeah, we're busy at work designing a New Year's offering. So there's going to be a New Year's. I don't know what it's going to be, but... It sounds like fun. And again, these are the kind of things you put out and everybody goes, oh, how cute. You know, yes. maybe should we eat it or just take pictures of it kind of thing? But yeah, the, the whole sushi platter thing has exploded. Yes. So what about you? Now, well, I feel like I've made a great case for staying in. Before I talk about going out, I'll, I'll, I'll stay inside for a minute. You talked about the Annex. That's just one of the coolest shops in St. Louis. They've got inside dining, outside under that covered area. 
They've got takeaway food. They've got all the shelf-stable gourmet goodies. Great coffee. And excellent coffee. Uh, pastries are all made in-house. And they've got some unusual things there that, that you don't see anywhere else. They've got pierogies. They've got homemade jerky. Their fig bar is so good that owner John Barr said, we can't even make them fast enough. We almost wow. have to hire somebody just to make the fig bar. And um, as I was talking to him, I said, what's new? What's new at, at the Annex? Just added in November ice cream from Ronnie's Ice Cream, which is, he's the OG in, in local ice cream makers, oh, Ronnie wow. Ryan. And he's just got really, really high quality. And he's kind of a, a little bit under the radar, but he supplies ice cream some to Annie Guns. He supplies, I think, all the ice cream to Cyrano's. And they're just very excited about having cones and sundaes and goodies in the dipping cabinet out at the annex. The owner said, you know, it gives us a chance to, to showcase our, like our homemade blueberry jam or our cinnamon sauce and things like that. This is going to be another offering from the Annex that, like I said, they just started. Nobody knows about it yet. And speaking of ice cream, um, it wouldn't be the holidays or, or any day without talking about something from Clementine's. Tamara Keith puts out like, I don't know how many, uh, 40, 50, 100 flavors, maybe a year. She started with this Candy Cane Lane ice cream, Ooh. which is this year's version of Remember she did Peppermint Andy like, the do. last two years? Yes. In it, collaboration with Andy Cohen, who apparently was, was a kind of a pain. <laughs> and he, he was so particular yes. that the good news is this ice cream was the best peppermint ice cream that I'd ever had. I mean, he has so, a centuries-old legacy to protect. Exactly. So. All this back and forth really produced a, a really good uh, ice cream. And according to Tamara Keefe, this candy cane lane is very, very similar. Oh, wow. There's um, some you know, chocolate chunks in there, and it's just a great ice cream. So that's something that is available in pints, at least throughout the holiday season. That sounds wonderful. You know, again, the, all these um, gourmet shops around town, there's five or six or eight of them, and they're all really good. They all offer something that's different. At Tail to Table in Maplewood, do you ever wander into that place? I have never. Brian Pelletier's place. Yes, yes. Who owns Cacao. Yep. He has a whipped prosciutto butter that they Excuse make in-house. He toasts the prosciutto, blends it with butter. So you put it on crackers or crostinis or alongside the breadsticks, the grassini. And, and he's, he said he even cooks eggs in this stuff. He cooks his scrambled eggs uh, in this prosciutto butter. So, this may have just changed my life. Okay, see, so you're, you're Thank you so much. Now. Exactly. Um, he uses uh, piquillo peppers in his pimento cheese. That's a very mild mm. Spanish pepper that can be kind of used oh, Delicious. you need a roasted red pepper. That makes that special. And he's got something, this is good for the holidays and for, for gifting too, something that uh, these sauces that he makes in-house, there's 11 of them now, clean plate pantry sauces. He started with mole and he's got, uh, like I said, a whole handful of these. He's He's got a, um, I think he calls it salsa matcha, which is like mm. a, a chili crisp that has more chili flavor. Again, this is a place you can kind of go in with a basket and fill that yeah. thing and probably fill a, a little goodie basket for, for something, you know, for the holidays. But tail to table, kind of low key, kind of a little bit under radar over there in Maplewood. So that's that's a place that I always find something new. Cocktails are great and everybody loves a good Christmas cocktail, but what makes them best is cold draft ice. You know what I'm talking about? Those are those yes. perfectly square, yes. very hard uh, cubes that come out of a cold draft machine, and there's no substitute for them. And they're just 
it's a superior ice product and makes for a better cocktail. You can get those, which is where I get mine at, at I, I go to Freddie's Market and it just beats the heck out of what I call kitchen ice. Yes. And once you start on it, I, I won't use any other kind of ice. And the other place they, they have this is at Intoxicology, which is another mm-hmm. go-to store. Yes. They've got cold draft ice, but they also recently started carrying Good Ice, which is a, a local brand. So they've got the spheres and they've got the big squares there too. They just started doing this. So there's something else for just to keep in your in your freezer, you know, when you really want to step out with some cool cocktails. Those good ice people are next level. And I mean, it would, again, it would require a little bit of planning, but I mean, they will even do like a custom ice cube for you if you really wanted to take things to a next level, like go. a monogram on it, a little... Christmas tree or menorah or what have you. I mean, again, advanced planning, but wow, it would be a showstopper. Yeah, that, that's good ice. And and intoxicology is another place that has really cool, unusual spirits. And they know how to use them. They know how to mix them. That's a place you could spend a morning and just be wowed. The other things I thought kind of hanging around the house, and I've done this. This is why I want to recommend it, is book a food truck to come to your house. Yes, that's a great when you, idea. When you've got, you know, relatives or friends or whatever. We did one, we, the walkaway waffles guy came to the house mm. and we had a, a bunch of the family there, but we opened it up to the neighbors and said, hey, we got a we got a waffle truck here, come on down. So we sprung for some waffles for the neighbors during Christmas season. And it was just a great thing to do. This was several years ago. And since then, there was all these little donut trucks that have sprung up. Show me donuts, dippity donuts, rambling rounds, and they're all making these little mini donuts to order on board this truck. They're deep frying them to order, and there's nothing better than a hot donut, especially when it's a mini, because you can have, you know, eight or ten, and you don't, yeah. you don't really know what you've had. You yeah, know, you just know it's good. You and, get the satisfaction of going in multiple times. Right, exactly. Yes. So anyway, that's a fun thing to do, and the other thing to do, I think. This is kind of random and a little bit maybe off the subject, but on the table when you have, you know, when you're entertaining, uh-huh. I just bought one of these. This is now available from from Joe Edwards, the St. Louis Walk of Fame, 250 Years of Great St. Louisans. He's done several versions of this book. I mean, and it's really, really good. They've got all the Walk of Fame inductees. Um, they've got photos of them. You know, shows where they are on the on the sidewalks of the loop. And, and this new edition has 27 of the new inductees, and that includes, and uh, again, I just, just saw this because um, I have the copy, John Hamm, Michael and Leon Spinks, Andy Cohen, Kurt Warner, Temptations vocalist Dennis Edwards, and Bowler Pete Weber. Just a fun thing to yeah. have out when people come over. It's this beautiful book. It's a great book to give to people too, but that's just yeah. kind of the, if you're going to throw something on the coffee table, make it local. Yeah, I love that. A good conversation starter too. Maybe maybe that's it. Maybe just yeah. everybody's just going to hang Everyone out. Everyone stay and, home. That's right. Yeah. As as every restaurant owner, server, bartender. Yeah, right. like they're, uh, they're writing us off. We used yes. to like those two. Now we don't. Yes, exactly. No, we can talk about going out to restaurants and bars and should. And there's so many things to do, almost too many things to do during the holiday season. And some of these kind of stretch beyond, which is why we're going to talk about them today. Probably the the most popular one are all these pop-up bars around town. Yes. And that's gone from two bars 
you know, Sip and Santa and, and, and Miracle, Miracle mm-hmm. STL, gone from those two. Now, this year, uh, we counted, we did an article that has 18 of them. Wow. So that's going to keep anybody that does holiday bars busy. Each one is a little bit different, and each one has its own unique personality. And I know you've had issues with some of them in the past. Yes. Well, I know that we've talked about the difficulty of getting reservations at restaurants. The difficulty of getting reservations at these pop-up bars, it makes getting a Wright's Tavern table seem like a walk <laughs> in the park. It can be... Um, they sell out really They quickly. sell out within within minutes. But, but and, and I brought that up for a reason, they do take walk-ins. They do. I actually, um, one of the bartenders at Miracle, which is uh, at Small Change, uh, the uh, Planners House folk own that bar. He actually posted on Facebook one night, hey, come see me. I have plenty of walk-in seats at the bar. So all is not lost if you did not secure a time slot at Miracle or Small Change. Definitely try and still do a walk-in. They are the the OGs of the holiday pop-up bars, and they're both really cool. But there's also a whole host of others uh, at 360. If you can see that from the street. It's gorgeous. It's really pretty. It's Top to bottom, head to toe, decorations. That's one that you, it's just fun to go and just be wowed. Um, if you go to the train shed at Union Station, sure, they've got cocktails, but their food's really good. And a lot of these places don't have much food. The food is great at the train shed, and it might be the best place to take your kids because they've got a kid's menu. And you're at Union Station. There's all these things, obviously, to explore at Union Station, including the O'Tannon Bar. Have you seen that new this year? I have not. It's a 45-foot LED tree that is kind of the the focal point at Union Station now, and they serve cider and hot chocolate among the wheel, and the fire and light show is this O'Tannon bar. Well, that's fun. Um, We're going to Polar Express, so we will definitely check that out. Yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it for sure. So there's uh, there's another one that's worth mentioning called Avalanche, and it's at work and leisure in the, I think that's in the central West End or, mm-hmm. or the Midtown area. And it's more of a, it's it's more of a winter pop-up than holiday specific mm-hmm. because it's like this experience that you're transported to this lodge in the snow. And I think they call it the Lodge and Leisure Ski Resort. But what's what's nice about it is they don't boot you out after an hour. Nice. So you can walk around. You can explore their tabletop games. They 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 don't kick you out, which is really nice. And and most of these places have a have a definite time limit. The only other one that's that's cool that I haven't been to that I want to go to is Toasted Chestnut out at the, the public schoolhouse in Cottleville. They've got food from Sugarfire Smokehouse there, and they've got igloos for rent too. Oh, that's wonderful. Which is really cool. And they've got lighted tunnels. And again, it's out in Colorado. It's not where I get out to super often, but those that go out there really love that place. So that's the roundup of the pop-up bars. And I'm just getting started. There's pop-up bars, but here's here's my, this is maybe my pick hit of all these. There's a pop-up restaurant this season at Cellar House. You're hip to sell her house. I am. Chloe Yates. Chloe Yates is there. And Chloe Yates is a a really good chef. She uh, actually, our colleague Ian Frobe, I think, named her the the best chef of the year. Yes, she was chef of the year last year. And she is just just a super talented chef. And she has switched out the entire menu at Cellar House from December 1st, I think, through the 6th of January. It's a holiday themed menu. 
that's all. That's it. Everything has changed. The cocktails have changed and the food there has changed. The whole space has been, you know, transported into this winter wonderland. And she's got uh, all the, did, did a lot of uh, homework and a lot of research into having a menu that's, you know, inspired by classic and nostalgic Christmas themes. She's got chestnut soup. She's got goose pot pie. I think I just might have to have some of that. Elk tamales. Oh, this is my typical goodness. Chloe Yates. This, this is, is really, very typical. Chloe, really... Chloe does nothing small and cooking for people in an over-the-top way is her love language. So I can't think of anyone. She was so excited telling me about this menu. She has a porchetta with figgy pudding. Oh, goodness. She has a one-pound lamb shank, and there's there's boozy Mexican hot chocolate. Oh, and, wow. And pay attention, homemade eggnog. Here Ms. we go Bear. with eggnog again. So, exactly. I think I've probably sold you on that place. For dessert, there's a plum upside-down bread pudding made with brioche and bourbon custard. Oh, goodness gracious. Like, I'm sorry. Do you guys deliver? You may Come get on. me out of my pajamas <laughs> yet, George. <laughs> so that cellar house, that goes through the sixth, and that's something that both of us and really all these, all you listeners, I hope, can check out because it's um, it's not just cocktails. It's the whole shebang. Yes. So other places to go. I've always liked, again, I'm thinking celebrations. Something that's offered on Saturdays and Sundays at Casa Don Alfonso is their brunch. It's a buffet brunch. There aren't many of those around. And theirs is top drawer. Theirs is 39 bucks, which is for what you get, it's pretty reasonably priced. And they do a lot of cool things. And it's a beautiful setting inside Casa Don Alfonso. On Christmas Day, I think they do, they one-up it and they do a, a Christmas Day brunch, which is 95 a person, but it's just spectacular. I mean, all kinds of, you know, they've ramped up all the all the breakfast goodies with, with uh, you know, some, some meats and, and seafoods and things like that. But Again, if you want to get dressed up, that's, I don't think I'd go into Casa Don Alfonso on Christmas, not in my best time. No. I don't think they would let you in. They and shouldn't. As far as the price is concerned, I will go there and eat $150 of prosciutto <laughs> de Parma all on its own. So it's actually, you are getting some high-end, top-tier it, it's, food. It's really a great experience and one that people might not think of. And again, it's definitely a splurge. It's a splurgy kind of thing. Other places to go. I'm a big fan of of seats at the bar. You know, you yes. are too. You're an industry person. Yes. And a lot of the time, that's the only seats you can get, especially at the holidays. We've talked about Wright's Tavern, four seats, hard to get. Not as hard to get and a really cool place is The Crossing. They've got four seats at their bar. And I've had so many great meals just hanging out at the bar there. Yes. I don't know that they accept reservations there. They might, but it, it might be a first come, first serve deal. The bar at Bar Moro, we've talked about that place, how wonderful that is. And uh, don't forget about Bistro La Florizon. It just has such a beautiful feel to it. I mean, you talk about wanting this gorgeous kind of elevated feeling when you go out for a holiday. And Bistro La Florizon, to me, they just, I mean, it looks like it's decorated for the holidays every day right. of the year. And it's so. just so have a, have a flute of champagne and a French yes. 75. It's very holiday-ish and just a, just a great place. Now, the other thing that I thought to do, again, this is kind of a, a going out thing, book a wine tasting party for your friends yes. or your family. Um, the folks at the wine merchant do that. They can handle 14 people at a time in their little room there. 
And uh, it's great. They'll come to your house and do a wine tasting wow. if you want them to, which is pretty cool. And the thing that while you're there or even while you're not, I I've signed some people up for their wine club. And that's two bottles a month in different tiers. There's a standard tier for 35. Mm -hmm. There's a reserve tier for 75. And there's a grand crew for 150 bucks a wow. month. And you can sign up for a month or three or whatever you want. And it's, it's, it's a really cool deal. It's a really cool gift, really, for anybody at any time. And the best part about it is when you pick up your wine of the month, you get 15% off wines the day you pick them up. Oh, that's great. Really a smart marketing. Yes. Right? So that's a fun thing to do. Book a wine tasting party or book a cooking class. That's a big gifty thing at the holidays. The Kitchen Conservatory, as, as some people know, they're fans of it. They're moving to Brentwood uh, at the end of this month. Mm -hmm. It's a it's just a spectacular facility there on Manchester. I think it's the old Brentwood Bowl that was taken down. This beautiful building was put up. They've got more classes because they've got more kitchens. And, you know, it's, uh, I think the ribbon cutting there is, I think it's coming right up. Oh, no, it's on January 2nd. So uh, private events there until uh, the end of December, you'll drive by there and go, wow, look at that. But they're not open yet. You got to wait till January 3rd, I think is the official opening day, January 2nd or 3rd. Get somebody a cooking class. You know, you don't have to do the dishes. What could be better than that? The other thing that is kind of more holiday-ish is booking a fire pit or a bonfire. And you can do both. You can book a fire pit at the brewery, which we have done, which is really, really fun. And it's kind of sets, it's kind of, the, if you're at the brewery, it's your home base for checking out all the acres of lights at the brewery lights there. It's so magical. It's just so much fun. And the other place, and I haven't done this and I want to, is to book a bonfire. This isn't a fire pit. This is a real bonfire at Grant's Farm. Oh, wow. And you can do that for 12 people. The bonfires overlook Mirror Lake, which you've got the lake, which is reflecting all the lights. It's just a, you know, I've seen photos of it. And those that have done it said it's just the coolest thing ever. You know, and then you can take the walk through the, you know, the holiday lights at Grant's Farm too. So one's a fire pit, one's a bonfire. Fire's always good. It, it sure is. And that leads me to, you know, if you don't want to go ahead and book a whole group and you just feel like popping in somewhere, the Royale, you know, I know we talked about them for their eggnog, but they have a really charming outdoor courtyard with lots of fire pits there. You can just pop on and in. It's hidden. And you can't really see it that from the street. You know, I mean, here it is right off King's Highway, but it really does have a hidden feel to it. Their cocktails are just top notch. They're always doing things right there. I love just hanging out around the fire pits there. You know, and, you know those mushroom heaters are fine. They kind of get the job done, but there's nothing like a, a fireplace or a live fire pit to, to put you in the mood. Yes. You know, for, for something. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. You have a little too much eggnog there. Um, the, uh, the other one is Maryland House. You know, we've talked about Maryland House having the stunning patio. That's Kevin Brennan's newer place. In the Central West End. The and old Mandarin for exactly, those that, that might know that. Exactly. And they have um, just such a beautiful outdoor space in these outdoor fireplaces there that are really kind of modern looking. So even if it's cold, you can just, you know, maybe you have to keep your coat on, but it's just a fun place to just mingle and sip on some cocktails, have a great time. You know, I just don't think about that place in the wintertime. And now I can because yes. I know they have fire pits. But I do know about the place next door called yes. Adera. Now that is, if I'm going out during the holidays, 
I'm going to Adara because, and this was actually one of those beautiful things to come out of COVID. They do these individual glass chalets in yes. their back courtyard. Yeah. They don't call them igloos because they're not oh, igloos, no. they're chalets. It is a chalet, exactly. And whatever that word evokes to you, that is exactly what it feels like. You know, think twinkling lights against glass. Here you are in this gorgeous courtyard in the middle of the West End with this greenery, you know, two-story high greenery surrounding you on these brick walls. You know, you can dine in these things individually. And originally they started out as a way for people to be able to dine outside during the pandemic. There were people doing igloo experiences. And then the folks at Adara stepped it up and built these chalets. And it's spectacular. There's the yes. big ones, I think, seat four to eight, and there's little mini ones yes. for two people. It's just, it's so romantic. It's so darling, cozy, every feeling you want to hit it's this magical. time of year. It's it really magical. is. And I guess my only advice to anyone listening is book them now yes. because they book up and I don't, I don't know, there's, I don't know, six or eight of them. Maybe, yes. But it's, it's a, it's a wonderful and not to miss experience, whether it's cold or, or snowing or rainy, whatever, it is so much fun. I've got one more that, again, one, these are kind of all on my to-do list. And maybe you've done this, the Chartreuse Dinner Club. No, I have not. So this is a woman who uh, is, entertains guests, uh, dinner guests in a downtown loft for what is basically cannabis-infused fine dining. She's really? a fine dining chef, and she uses cannabis. She does six to 12 dinners a month, again, reservations only. But it, it's, it's like, wait, that could get really weird. Well, the active ingredient is basically used in the sauces and the butters. Okay. That's how you kind of regulate. Okay. And it's all very, very well measured. So if you like, you know, more, you have a little more sauce. And if you like less, you get less. So that's how the potency is is adjusted. But the reservations at Chartreuse open up at noon on the 20th of every month. And that's when the menu is revealed for the next go round. I but, bet they go fast. Uh, yeah, they do go really fast. And it's $150 per person. Uh, again, this is on my list of things to do. And the, and, and the chef wants to open a can of cafe. That's huh. her ultimate, you know, she wants to open a brick and mortar when we kind of get to that level. But I think that's just a truly special dinner, which brings us to the subject of special dinners that aren't. Oh, good. And that is the subject of today's micro rant. We've all experienced holiday dinner specials, prefix, preset menus, and let's face it, some of them are just ridiculously priced. It's like, come on. Well, my contention is that five or 10 years ago, I think there was a backlash from the consumers. And they said, you know, the heck with this. We're not going to pay these usurious prices for these dinners. And I think the restaurant people paid attention because they realized that they were charging way more for these packaged meals than for their a la carte counterparts. And they, they stopped doing that. And, and, you know, it's at many of these places, it's the only thing you could get on that one night. I think that's changed to a degree. Have you ever run into, like, been caught in that trap? Well, I actually have. And I think that's why I turned into such a I'm staying home for the holiday <laughs> Scrooge, to be honest. I remember. I'll show them. Exactly. I remember going out for one New Year's Eve. It's a steakhouse that uh, it's not around anymore. It was downtown. And. You know, we booked this reservation, we paid all this money for the set menu, and we were crammed on a folding table with just a tablecloth over it in like the vestibule of an office building, wow. you know, paying wow. double the price. 
it was just a really mediocre experience. And it kind of made me think, why, why am I doing this when I can go to this restaurant three days right, later right. and have a superior experience? Well, and, and now that's what's happened. I think restaurants have decided to charge either a more fair price for their specials or they will offer specials uh, in addition to their regular menus. Mm-hmm. You know, there are sometimes you just say, hey, this is our Valentine's menu. If you don't want it, that's too bad. Now you can have a choice, which is like they do every other night of the week, right? There's a special tonight and there just happens to be a holiday special. So, you know, the way to avoid getting, you know, getting taken and getting gouged is to know the menu or, or different menus and the prices ahead of time and plan accordingly. Like I said, I think everybody's kind of wised up and it's gotten to be a little bit better, but I still see some pretty darn expensive Valentine's Day packages out there. That's when the audience is captive. That's, that, that's when you got to watch it's out. It's true. It's true. No one wants to get things wrong on Valentine's Day. For no, sure. no, no, no. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Arch Eats. Best dishes and happy holidays. There are links in the show notes to all the places we talked about today. We encourage you to follow Arch Eats and share us with your friends. And remember that we put out a new episode every other week. You can also subscribe to our newsletters at STLMag slash newsletters or follow us on Instagram at St. Louis Mag or follow me at George Mayhee.